guys, and welcome to the podcast. It's Josh, your favorite spiritual best friend, ready to tell you guys why your chart has you thriving and sometimes just simply surviving. We are going to talk about birth charts, the moon, how they're connected, and why Mercury in retrograde simply just sucks for everyone. And boy, does it suck. We are all going to chat and maybe figure out why some signs are better than others, depending on the day. Have you guys heard about Anchor by Spotify as being the easiest way to make a podcast? Let me explain. It's free. Anchor has creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Best of all, when even hosting on Anchor, you can distribute your podcast on listening platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. And best of all, like I said before, Anchor is totally free. So pick up your phones, laptops, or whatever you use and download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. I hope to hear your podcast. Hey everybody and welcome to Your Spiritual Best Friend, a mental health podcast and spirituality podcast that focuses on life and all that fun stuff. I'm here with my boy Tyler, Tyler Heath, man, all the way from Louisville. How are you doing over there, buddy? I'm doing good, bro. I'm doing good. Just, uh, you know, working, working, uh, getting ready to head out of here pretty soon, heading back towards Detroit. Um, for everybody that doesn't know, I'm a truck driver where my own business. So yeah, I'm pretty excited to get the day started. Yeah. And that leads me right to my first question. I know, uh, I've, we've known each other for a very long time, so I definitely know that you're one of the most hardworking people that I've ever been around, but tell everybody a little bit when it comes to work and truck driving, what led you to that path? Yeah. Yeah. So, um, I don't know. It was a, it was a mix of things, you know? Um, I never really, I never started out thinking that this was what I was going to do. You know, I always had an idea that it might be something I want to do. Um, my grandfather, you know, when I was growing up, my grandfather, he was a truck driver. He owned his own company. Um, and my uncle, he, uh, he owns his own company as well. And, you know, so when me and my brother were a kid, we would always go with my grandfather, um, and his truck and we would go on trips and stuff. We would go to Florida every summer cause that's where he lives. And, you know, I would do trips with him, but, um, you know, I, I didn't really think that I was ever going to end up in this type of field until I was like around 19 when I started taking things a little serious. Um, you know, I've worked for Apple. Um, I've worked for a marketing company, you know, I worked at SoFi as a loss mitigation specialist. So I've always been kind of like the tech and finance space. Um, and then one day I just kind of realized that I was completely over the, corporate politics of the world and, you know, having to always like save face and, you know, go through like 15 different people just to get approval for one thing and clocking in and clocking out. And I just decided that I couldn't really do that anymore. Um, so then that's when I started, you know, really thinking about the truck driving thing. 
Um, and then when I was 21, that's when I, uh, I signed on to my first company, um, got some experience with them. And then, uh, and then May of this year is when I uh, got my own truck and started my own company. Yeah, dude. And, and again, great story as well. So I know you switched from finance to, um, truck driving and stuff. And I know you mentioned a lot of it was was because of like corporate politics and all that fun stuff. Now, like, did you see yourself? like wanting to change or was it sort of just like, I'm just going to try something new in the spare of the moment? Uh, it was, it was a little bit of uh, both of them to be entirely honest with you. Um, you know, I was getting really tired of having a desk job and sitting on computers all the time. Um, and I knew that I wanted to do something different, but I wasn't really entirely sure. Um, and then, you know, I started talking to different people about things that they should do, things that they're doing, you know, the, and my big thing right now is making money. Um, you know, you know, that's always been like my, uh, my motive, my forte is making some money. Um, and then like I started doing some research and started really seeing how much money, you know, these truck drivers are making. And like, it's kind of outrageous. Um, and on top of that, there's a truck driver shortage, um, in the, in the country right now, you know, we're short by about a million and a half. Um, some estimates are as low as a million and a half. Some estimates are as high as 3 million truck drivers. Um, so then it becomes more of a supply and demand issue, right? It's like, okay, well, there's not enough truck drivers, but we still have this. At the time, we had a booming economy when I first started. Um, and so it's like, okay, well, that's where the demand is right now. So that's where most of the money is. So I kind of gravitated towards there and, you know, it, it seemed to work out. So it was, I wouldn't say it was a spur of the moment type deal. Um, there was at least somewhat planning, uh, a little bit of planning, uh, behind it. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Um, at the same time, it definitely was a little bit, uh, uh, nerve wracking, just completely switching industries to something that I really had honestly no clue about. Um, you know, I'm going from something that I'm very familiar with, you know, economics, money, you know, debt consolidation, loss mitigation, things like that the tech industry. I'm very comfortable with those things to go into something that I had not, I knew nothing about. So that was a little bit nerve wracking. Um, but yeah, absolutely. I definitely decided one day that I just needed to change. And you know, this is what made the most sense to me. Yeah. And again, just like, as I'm hearing you tell your story, that's great. And you also did a lot of great research as well. I know you vote whenever, whenever you make a big time decision, you always do your research. That's one thing I have noticed with you, Tyler, a lot. Um, so, <laughs> of course. So this leads me to my next question. So I know you're in Louisville now. What are some cool places that you have gone to being a truck driver? Yeah, yeah. So I've uh, I've gone to St. Louis. St. Louis is pretty cool seeing that big-ass bridge over there. Like, I don't know. I've never been over towards that area before. Um, I took a trip across the country and back. Um, you know, I'm in a long-distance relationship, which, you know, is kind of interesting. But so my, um, my girlfriend, she actually lives over in Salt Lake City, Utah. We met when, uh, when I worked at SoFi. Um, so I took a cross trip country, um, all the way to California. So, you know, I got to see New Mexico, Texas, Cali, Arizona. Um, you know, I got to see a lot of those cool places where, um, you know, it's such like the, the geographical differences are like so drastic compared to over here, like on the East coast, like over there, they don't have like trees. They don't have like, you know, rivers, like all those, like, like, you know, like, um, 
like Arizona and New Mexico, they're landlocked. So like you pretty much don't see any, um, water for the most part, you know, and like everything's such a, such a arid and dry condition. So like we're used to seeing trees everywhere you go. And over there, you're lucky if you see a tree every 15 miles. Wow. Um, I've been to, um, Nevada. Um, I drove through, um, Vegas, which was pretty cool. I went straight through the middle of Vegas and then, you know, being able to see the giant sand dunes, like I'm talking like, I was looking on Google maps trying to figure out where I was going and I see all these things and I'm thinking that they're mountains looking on Google maps and you know, they're not mountains. They're like thousand, two, three, four thousand foot sand dunes that are out there. Like, you know, there's definitely some pretty cool things to see. Yeah. Now, now is there any, like, is there any more things that you really want to see in the United States or even in the world? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, one of the things about over in Detroit, in Detroit, if you're going down Highway 75, um, like literally in the smack middle of Detroit, there is um, the bridge to Canada is right there. Um, I didn't, I never really, it never really occurred to me how close that Canada was to, you know, where I was going with these borders. Um, so that's one thing I'd like to do. I'd like to hop over and maybe go to like Toronto or Quebec or something. Uh, if my job can take me there. And even if not, you know, like I definitely like to go see, you know, a lot of different parts of the country. Like, um, you know, my father's side, my aunt, my grandparents, they're all, um, they're all from South America. Um, so I'd like to go see like, they're from, um, it's a country called Suriname. It's a little country right on top of Brazil. So I would definitely like to go there. I'd like to go see Brazil. I'd like to go see like Uruguay, Paraguay. I'd like to go see Spain. You know, there's, there's the world's so big and I'd love to go see, you know, quite a lot of it. It's just, you know, it's hard right now with COVID specifically because everything's shut down, you know? Oh yeah. I, I completely agree. Um, and you mentioned a lot, you have a lot of great places in mind and, and I will say that's one of the things I, I noticed when you were doing like this truck drive a lot, I was like, dang, like you're going to Arizona, you're going to California, you're going, you're starting to travel and go all, all over the place. And that's something definitely like I would really like to do in the long term. Um, but my next question for you is so sticking to work, if you were to give some advice to people that are looking for like their job and looking for like their identity in the workplace, um, I know you have a Capricorn moon, so as another Capricorn moon, I know when it comes to work, we really get into it. So what's some advice that you would give to people that are looking for a job and looking for that spot? Um, you know, I think it really depends on the person, and I think that um, it, it really depends on what they're looking for. Like if somebody's looking for stability and something like I, like I know quite a few people um, that don't, um, necessarily want to be their own boss. Like they like working for other people. They like the stability. They like the nine to five. They like the three weeks of vacation every year. Um, you know, it makes them happy. Um, but then there are other people that are more, um, like go-getters, more people, like people that, you know, would rather be their own boss. That way they don't have to punch a time sheet. Um, so it really depends, but I think the best piece of advice that I can pretty much give anybody that's trying to find themselves, especially in the work, um, um, and, and this type of work climate specifically, um, because honestly, right now is probably the best time to try and get jobs than there ever has been because there's such 
there's not there's a labor shortage. There's not even a job shortage right now. There's a labor shortage in September. Two and a half million people quit their jobs just because. Um, so the best piece of advice that I could probably give is to just try things out. You need to try things to figure out what you like and what you're good at. And once you figure out what you like and what you're good at, then you can start to develop a plan around, you know, what you really want to do for the rest of your life as a career. Um, like I said, dude, I've worked so many different jobs. It's not even fun. You know, I started working when I was about 14. Um, you know, I worked at a pizza shop, you know, me and you worked at kids to lean together. You know what I mean? I've worked for con- two different contractors. I've worked for a marketing company. Um, I've worked, you know, at a bank, I've worked for Apple, I've worked, I've worked literally pretty much anything you can think of. I think like when I count, like I've had like 16 jobs and I'm only 23. Um, I've had like 16 jobs and, you know, but like me and you know that I've always kind of liked driving. Like, you know, me and you were going up and down naming you like when we're driving to work and shit, like, you know how that goes. Oh, definitely. Um, we used to race like crazy. <laughs> I remember. You're going crazy. <laughs> yeah, I remember. I remember we all, this is a funny story. I, I'm going to talk about this on this podcast at this time. I remember me, you, Nick, and G, we all raced home one day, and G oh. got a speeding ticket. Remember? I sure do. <laughs> yeah, <'cause> I, yeah. <laughs> Nick kept going. Nick kept going, and the cop got G. I know, because we all drove past, we're like, oh, no, G, no. Yep. <laughs> Shout out to Giovanni. Yep. Hopefully he's going to listen to one of these podcasts. But, um, <laughs> yeah. Dude, I'm going to put him on because, you know, he's a Scorpio, too. His, his birthday's only a week after mine. Oh, I know. I know, definitely. It's Scorpio season, so just to talk a little bit about the chart a little bit. So Tyler is a Scorpio sun, Capricorn moon, Scorpio mercury, and Capricorn Venus. And his rising is a Sagittarius. So it's actually quite funny. Uh, as I'm seeing your chart, we have the same moon sign. We have the same rising sign. So we come off to people as the same. Um, and then our sun signs were sister signs. So I'm a Taurus. You're a Scorpio. So that's definitely been, I definitely think with the chart, it's definitely one of the reasons why like me, you, G, we all really grew close in middle school and we've stayed close throughout all this time, you know, it's just all that stuff. So my next question to you transitioning. So I know you talked a lot about work and stuff. So when it comes to yourself, so let's say Tyler, you had a very long and stressful day. What are some things that you do to just reset your mind and refresh your mind? Um, that's a great question. Um, and I think that's a bit of a complicated question for me. Um, because, like, I'm, I know, you know, a lot of people do different things. Like, some people like to go home and they like to go and smoke. You know what I mean? Or some like to play basketball. Some people like to go home and have a drink, um, play video games, whatever the case may be. Like, me, honestly, bro, I'm such a workaholic that when I'm not working is when I get anxiety. Um, so the way that I reset my mind is by working. Um, and if that's not an option, like, I don't have that as an option, um, I tend to, like, you know, try and watch a movie or something. Um, or I like to FaceTime my girlfriend, you know, because I'm gone a lot and I don't get to see her very much because of my job. So, you know, I'll FaceTime her and, like, we do these little movie date things where we both go on Netflix or Amazon or whatever the case may be. Um, 
and we'll turn on the same movie and like we'll time it to where they're in sync. Um, and we kind of just watch it together over FaceTime. Um, so like we did the new uh, Michael Myers movie. Oh, the yes, new Halloween movie. We did, yeah, we did that the other day. That movie was trash, by the way, for anybody that's looking to watch it. It was absolute garbage. Um, but yeah, that's pretty much what I do. But like, honestly, my very first thing to go to is work pretty much every time. Like, I, dude, if I'm home for too long, if I'm home for like two or three days, like I start to get antsy because I feel like I need to be back working. Yeah, I, I got you. And I definitely think a lot of that stems from, I know you mentioned how you've been working since you're 14. And I mean, like, just from like your perspective, like you've been working literally all your life. So like when it when it comes to actually just like taking a couple days, you know, and just like chilling, you know, it's definitely a lot, especially from like your perspective, like where you just work constantly. Just like I mentioned earlier, like you're probably one of the most hardworking people I've ever met. And definitely whenever whenever I feel lazy, I'm like, damn, like I got to. I should step up my game up because I know Tyler's probably working somewhere too. So, um, yeah, so I just like really hearing that, like hearing that you get anxious and stuff like that. Um, I know a lot of people that have come on, um, and I definitely think this is something that could be could be really good, is journaling a little bit, like carrying a journal yeah. on, the, on the go as a way to just like just jot down some thoughts. Like you mentioned how like you feel anxious when you don't work after a couple of days. Jot that down so that way you have that documented, you know. There's something different, you know, instead of instead of saying it, instead of writing it in ink, you know, because you can always go back yeah. and see that. Um, so as I'm hearing you say that, that's a little bit of advice that I would give to you as you are going on your own journey because uh, this is your spiritual best friend. So the point of it is to really understand your sp- uh, yourself a little bit more, you know. So, yeah, absolutely. So, yeah, and this leads me to my next question. So I know you mentioned about work, you mentioned things about yourself and what you like to do. So now let's transition a little bit about relationships as well. I know you mentioned that you're in a long distance relationship with your, with your current girlfriend. Now tell me a little bit about like how that is gone. Uh, how is the long distance relationship? Yeah. So it's weird, bro. It's weird as fuck. Um, I see it, it it's really interesting. I feel like it takes um from my own personal experience, it definitely takes a lot more trust than the average um relationship. Um and it's it's really it's really interesting because I always swore up and down that I would never do a long distance relationship, bro. Like you know me. Um like I don't know like when um a prime example is when I was dating Shay. Um, you know, this is this is when we were still in high school, and you know, we were talking about colleges and stuff like that. And she was talking about how she was going to go to UNCG for their nursing program over in North Carolina. I'm like, yeah, I support that. Like, I hope that's what you want to do. But like, if you do that, like, I'm not going to be here because I'm just not doing a long distance relationship. So I guess my mind has definitely changed a little bit, um, or not even a little bit, quite drastically. Uh, over the past few years. Um, I think that it makes it a little bit easier because I'm a truck driver, so I can kind of go wherever I want, whenever I want. So, like, if I want to go see here, I'm like, all right, I'm going to Utah. You know what I mean? Yeah, I got you. And I'm not home very often anyway, so even if I was in a relationship at home, like, it would feel like a, a long-distance relationship because I'm home, what, once a month, if that. Um, 
But it, it, I think that it definitely um, requires a lot more trust um, with your partner. That's one thing that, you know, that we're running into. You know, we've had conversations where, you know, she thinks that I'm going to cheat on her. Or I think that she's going to cheat on me. And, like, it's just something that we have to work through together. And, like, because at the end of the day, if you don't have trust, you don't have a relationship. So it's definitely, that's definitely been a learning curve. Um, but, like, we try our best to make it work. Um, like I said, um, we do little we do little things that like mean a lot to us. So, like we'll have our little Spotify or not Spotify, our little um, movie dates where, you know, we'll be FaceTime each other and we'll start a movie at the same time. And, you know, we'll watch a whole bunch of movies or like, like right now we're um, watching Breaking Bad. I don't know if you've ever seen Breaking Bad, but we're going through Breaking Bad again. Okay. Um, yeah. And then like, we'll have like little cute Spotify dates too. So like all any new music that I found, any new music that she found, like, you know how you can, um, you can um, start the Spotify party. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so we'll do that, and we'll both just start adding songs to the queue, and then we'll sit there, like, as I'm driving, and whatever she's doing up time, um, we'll just sit there, and we'll listen to the songs, and I'll be like, nah, this is absolute garbage. You need to turn this off right now, and she'll say the same thing whenever I put on Kodak. Um, <laughs> Not so, Kodak. So, you know, <laughs> yeah, she, does, bro, she hates Kodak with a passion. She can't do Kodak. I'm like, you got me fucked up. That's my guy right there. <laughs> um, you know, so it definitely takes a lot of, uh, I think it takes a lot more effort than your conventional relationship and definitely a lot more effort um, specifically when it comes to trust. But like so far, it's been going pretty well with us. You know, we get to see each other like every other month or so. So we're going into November here shortly. And I think that I'll either be seeing her towards the end of November or mid-December. Um, and I just saw her at the end of September, you know what I'm saying? So, you know, we're trying our best to make it work. Um, and I think so far it's going, it's going pretty well. Yeah, definitely. And and I will say, man, it, it takes a lot to do a, a long distance relationship and, and quite For honestly, sure. yeah. Cause, uh, I know for myself, like I, I almost had a long distance relationship cause, uh, she lived in New Jersey and then I would live in, in Delaware, but that's not really as far as. Utah and, and Delaware, you know what I mean? So as yeah. I'm hearing you say that trust is definitely a major thing in every relationship, but definitely in long distance, because like you mentioned, you guys don't see each other that much, you know, as, as much as like normal relationships are going to happen. So it definitely takes a lot of trust. And that's definitely a good point that I really want to drive home uh, that, that what you just said. So sticking to relationships and stuff, I know I usually ask a lot of people this question. So when it comes to relationships, what are some things that you are attracted towards? So if you find like your, uh, like your great partner, like who would they be? All right. So I'm definitely an ass guy for sure. Without a question. <laughs> um, like that's always my go-to. Like you have a little bit of leeway, but like if you don't have some type of ass, like it's a lost cause. <laughs> like that's just one of those. Outside of that, you know, I used to have a thing for blondes, um, but you know, I think as a as I've grown grown a little bit older, like the blonde thing has kind of gone out the window. I don't really have a preference um, for like hair color anymore. Um, I, I tend to like mixed girls or light skin girls a little bit more. I think that's what I gravitate to. I think it's like a cultural thing, um, just because of the fact that you know, like I said, like a lot of my family is from South America or like they're from Europe, from Holland. Um, so I have family that's all over the world and I like the type of 
um, like intricities and stuff that they have within their culture and their little nuances, which, you know, a lot of white girls don't have. Um, you know, like it, when I say like I eat a certain type of food, um, you know, I like I I'm obsessed with like curry chicken and like lotus where a lot of white girls like even if they have had curry chicken or curry goat or something, they don't know what a roti is. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I got you. Um, you know, flan is like my favorite type of dessert. It's a Spanish dessert that a lot of these people don't know. Um, and then when it comes to, um, you know, like personality traits, um, I'm definitely attracted to sarcasm for sure. Um, not like argumentative sarcasm, but more of like the wittiness. Like I'll say some slick ass shit and then you say some slick ass shit to respond. I think it, it keeps things, um, intriguing. Um, and I like confidence and confidence, not, not, I want to say in your average sense, but like confidence and like, um, confidence with like between us, like, you know, like when we're out together, like we know that we're to shit together. And so we're not even going to acknowledge anybody else. Like, so you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I got you. I um, definitely do. Yeah. And intelligence. I have to be able to have an intelligence um, conversation with you. Like, you know, I can talk about pretty much anything. Like I'm kind of a nerd. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, if you want to talk about the economy, if you want to talk about politics, I don't care what view you have. You know what I'm saying? But, like, at least talk about, like, you want to talk about space, biology. Like, it really doesn't matter. But, like, if we can't, if I'm saying, sitting here saying something about, I don't know, like, Joe Biden or Donald Trump, or it doesn't really matter, and you're just like, yeah, yeah, I agree, but, like, you're, you're not actually having the conversation I'm talking and you're just agreeing, that's not going to work with, like, you know, give your own opinion. You know what I mean? Like, don't just sit there and agree with me because you think that I'm going to get mad or because you straight up can't have the conversation because you're not that thoughtful. Like, we have to be able to have intelligent conversations. And honestly, that's probably the biggest factor right there is being able to have an intelligent conversation with somebody. Yeah, I, like, I can't date a dumb person, bro. I just can't do it. Oh, yeah, I, I completely agree, um, and I definitely can relate to that, too. I, I really like to have conversations. I like to have debates. Like, I, I don't yeah, want absolutely. like I don't want to just, like, date someone that is just, just nod their head. Yeah, I agree. Like, no, like, debate. Like, if you disagree, tell me why you disagree. <laughs> so that way we can yeah, exactly. have that conversation. So as I'm hearing you say that, I mean, your Venus is in Capricorn, so it does make a little bit of sense when it comes to, because I know Capricorns are definitely, they're goal-oriented, they're very um, detail-oriented because they are an Earth sign. Uh, so as I'm hearing that, like, you want to have that deep, intelligent conversation, and I'm like, yeah, that's that's definitely a trait that Capricorns do have. Like, they don't want to just have, like, like, they're very, like, picky to their standards, and they're very, like... They know what they want, you know what I mean? So as I'm hearing you say that, I can definitely see how the chart in that does make sense. And your Mars is in Sagittarius too. So your Mars is like your aggression and your sexuality and stuff like that. So you, you want a very deep, <laughs> you want more than just like the basic type of um, like relationship and stuff. And that's where the Sag comes in where it's like very like free flowing, very direct, blunt, honesty, um, so I can definitely see how the chart and how you're explaining your answers are correlating. Um, but yeah, I just don't have time for anything else. You know what I'm saying? Like I just, I don't have time to entertain any of that other nonsense. That's just how I look at it. 
Oh, yeah, I completely agree. And this leads me to uh, my next question. So I know you mentioned a lot about you want to have intelligent conversations. You don't like someone that's just like, yes, I agree. So what are some turnoffs for you? So let's say this person does this on the first date. You're not having a second date. Dude, number one turnoff, and this isn't even in a romantic relationship. This is any type of like interaction that I have with any type of human ever, and especially in romantic relationships. Complaining, bro. I can't fucking stand complaining, dude. Like that, first the fuck out of me, bro. Complaining, like, and this is the reason why, right? I like, I understand when you're complaining about, you know, everybody complains every once in a while. I get that. But like, I'm talking about like people that complain about things that are a hundred percent within their own control. That shit drives me fucking crazy. And then, you know, the type of people where they're complaining and then you offer solutions and they're like, no, this won't work because X, Y, and Z, like there's no solution to anything. Like, like the people that, you know, say, oh, I'm broke. I need more money and I don't know how, like, all right, but you work three hours a week and you have a part-time job and you're doing nothing with the rest of your time. Go get another fucking job. Like, it's not difficult. Um, you know what I mean? So like shit like that, like, when people have the ability to change the circumstances that they're complaining about and don't like, and that shit drives me fucking insane, dude. Um, yeah. Another thing that, um, that's a big turnoff for me is, um, when people compare themselves to somebody else. Um, I don't believe in that. Not even a little bit because at the end of the day, you are absolutely your own person. So why you would be comparing yourself to somebody else doesn't make sense to me. Um, it definitely happens a lot, but like with women specifically, um, you know, in today's society, I feel like women tend to deal a lot with, you know, body dysmorphia, um, or, you know, maybe it's not even body dysmorphia, but you know, they're, they feel comfortable in their body, but you know, they want bigger tits or they want bigger ass, you know what I'm saying? Or like, they don't like their forehead. And it's like, like I've dated women like that. And like, I understand to an extent where you're coming from, but at the end of the day, you're your own person and you should be working to, you know, feel comfortable within yourself. Not, you know, tell me that you wish your ass was like Kendall Jenner's, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, you know, and like constantly comparing yourself where like, you know, even, even if it's not in, you know, a physical way, like if it's in like, um, like more of like, a. a a working standpoint like well this person's doing that and I'm not doing that okay then fucking do it <laughs> like what are you talking about like you're saying that person's doing X, Y, and Z and you haven't even started trying to attempt that B like of course they're going to be part of them because you're not doing anything so go do, like you feel me go fucking do something and then maybe you know you wouldn't be comparing yourself in the same way like people comparing themselves to somebody else that just doesn't make sense to me because for starters, you're not them. And second, like, second of all, like, you need to figure out what you need to do for you. Like, every single person in the world is different. So, for you to compare, like, okay, like, you know, like, Darian, for example. Darian, my brother, he's always like, yeah, well, like, um, like, you have this amount of money. And, like, I wish I had that amount of money. And, like, I don't even know where to begin with that. Well, see, the problem is, you're working at Bank of America. I'm running my own company because I found something early on that I like to do. Like you're comparing you working 
for a corporation and me working for myself. Like you shouldn't even be comparing the two because they're not comparable. Like I found out what I wanted to do and you're working for somebody else because that's how you're sustaining. That's how you're surviving. If you want more money and you want money, like how I have it, go figure out something that you want to do and start doing it. Like this shit doesn't happen overnight. This took years and years and years. You know what I'm saying? You just didn't put in the same amount of work. So why you're comparing yourself to me without even putting in close to the same amount of work is mind boggling. I don't even understand how you could even begin to compare it with this. Like you see what I'm saying? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I, I definitely do. And uh, I definitely think this is definitely a lot, especially with the age of social media as well. A lot of people, will post things of like them traveling or, or, or they're, they're doing things. They have, they show off their money and stuff like that. And like that persona, Dude, a lot social of people... media, social media is the biggest fucking facade on the planet. <laughs> people don't post negative shit on social media. They post their flexes on social media. Like, so that shit right there, like you're absolutely right. Dude. Like, I think that's where a lot of the comparing comes from is because, you know, a lot of people see other people posting their adventures and their money and their cars and all that shit on social media. But you don't see anything on the background. Like, yeah, homeboy might have just got a fucking scat pack or a Hellcat and he just posted it on, you know, Instagram. But little do they know that dickhead just put himself in a seven-year contract for this fucking, for this Hellcat. And he has a 27% APR, so it's a $50,000 car. And he wants to look cool <laughs> that he's going to pay $130,000 for. And by the time his term ends, that car is going to be worth 20 fucking grand. Like, he literally just threw 80 grand out the window just to look. You know what I'm saying? Like, shit like that. Like, everything looks good on social media, but that's just not the reality of the world in this situation. What, I, what I've seen, what I've come to notice is that the people that don't flex on Instagram or, or Snapchat or Twitter or fucking whatever other social media is out there, the ones that don't post on there and flex their every their their cars and their vacations are the ones that tend to be the happiest, bro. Because those are the people, the people that aren't posting are, are the people that they're not comparing themselves to each other. Yeah, de- definitely, dude. And, and, and you made a lot of great points with when it comes to social media, when it comes to stop comparing yourself to other people. And you really drove those points home. So my next question to you is, and then we'll do this one and then we'll do one more. Um, so when it comes to comparing yourself to other people, what are some like other ways you would give, like what advice would you give to somebody to get their mindset out of that? Yeah, absolutely. Um, my thing, if you're going to compare yourself to anybody, you should be comparing yourself to yourself, right? You should be looking at where you were at at this time, a year ago, two years ago, and compare yourself to that person. You know, you should be looking at that person and saying, okay, have I grown to be a better person from where I was a year or two years ago? You know, it doesn't even have to be monetarily. It doesn't even have to be career-wise. Like, just as a person, have you grown? You know what I'm saying? Like, have you been trying to better yourself? Can you see the differences? It doesn't matter if other people can other people's opinions about you should never be more uh, relevant to you than your own. You know what I'm saying? They should never matter more to you than your own opinion about yourself. And so if you think that you're going in the right direction, you think that you're trying your best, you think that you're doing the best that you can and other people don't, 
they can go fuck themselves. Pretty much is what I'm getting at. Like, go suck a dick. Nobody's worried about shit. <laughs> like, you gotta stop worrying about other people, and you have to start paying more attention to you and seeing if you, as a person, are growing. You need to look at where you were at a year ago. Okay, you know, monetarily, have I um, have I grown? No. Okay, cool. But what about emotionally? What about mentally? Have I matured over the last year or two? Have I developed some sort of plan of what I want to do with my life or at least started it um, over the last year or two? You know what I'm saying? Like, have I been a better friend? Have I been a better, you know, if you're married, a wife, a husband, a father, a mother, you know, have I been a better romantic partner? Have I been a better kid to my parents that raised me? You know what I'm saying? You, you need to stop comparing yourself to other people and compare yourself to where you were a year ago, two years ago, three years ago and see where you're at. One thing, you know, you brought up journaling um, earlier and um, I've only actually shown a few people this. Um, I, I did get out of the habit, but I was doing it for about a year and a half is um, every six months um, I'd write down goals that I wanted to achieve. Mm-hmm. And then six months after, I would do like an update, like, okay, I didn't achieve A, B, and C, but I achieved B, E, and F. And then I would give like a little synopsis of, you know, what I did during that time, um, what I feel like I've grown with, and what I think that I still need to be working on. And I think it's cool because it's a really good visual representation of, you know, you growing as a person. You can see where you were at in, let's say, 2018. And if I were to compare myself in 2018, and now, like, I might not remember every little minute detail, but if you do, you know, kind of what you were said, journaling and, you know, write it down somewhere, then you can physically see the differences and you can go by and be like, oh, shit, well, I didn't even realize that I did this, but this is a part of me growing. You know, I, I switched into a career that I feel more comfortable with where I'm not getting burned out every single day that I like. Um, or, you know, I made more friends and I got... I became closer with, you know, I don't know, for example, Giovanni, who I didn't talk to in the last three years, who used to be my best friend, me and him were growing a lot closer, like stuff like that, you know what I'm saying? Yes, yes, definitely. But yeah, dude, again, you made a lot of just great points again, just like comparing yourself to yourself instead of comparing yourself to others. That's definitely a quote that's going to drive this podcast home and should drive a lot of other people that are listening Great advice overall, Tyler, and I appreciate that. So now for my last question, I do this with everyone that comes on. I usually just Google your Scorpio sun. I usually do your sun sign and moon. So your Scorpio sun with a Capricorn moon. So according to the horoscope.co, it says that your personality is a Percival personality. Organized and diligent. The Scorpio Sun Capricorn Moon personality will impress with their ambition and aim for success. Positives with the signs. Resourceful, prudent, and honorable. Negatives can be a little bit uncooperative and troublesome. Perfect partner, someone who respects all their efforts. And word of advice to your Sun and Moon combination. Accept who you are and your own limits. So as I read to you a little bit about the positives, negatives, advice, and all that fun stuff, how do you feel about it overall? Um, you know, I think that it's, I think it's pretty good. Um, you know, I guess it's kind of nuanced, I suppose. Um, I think that, you know, the last part for the advice to accept who you are, like, I think that definitely plays a big part. I think that, you know, I kind of, um, 
I kind of, you know, started to realize that at like a younger age, like I am who I am and that's just the way it's going to be. Um, in regards to, you know, accepting my limits too, I guess that's still something that I'm working on because I'm still trying to find my limits. Like I still don't know when too much is too much for like myself. Like I just keep going and going and going, <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, so I, I haven't really reached the limit yet, but like, I'm going to try and see where that's at. <laughs> like you feel me? Um, I think, um, I was reading cause you sent this to me last night and uh, I read some other things. Um, and I thought it was crazy. It's like, it's like, um, you know, somebody that'd be perfect for a CEO position or a presidential position or somebody like in government. And you know me, like that's like my long-term goal is to become president. That's kind of like why I'm working to, to do what I'm doing here. Um, that's why I'm trying to make so much money because dude, it costs so much fucking money to campaign. It's not even funny. Oh, definitely, um, dude. yeah, it's like, like, dude, these motherfuckers spend like billions of dollars. I'm like, yo, that shit is crazy. Um, so yeah, so I think that a lot of it's pretty spot on. Um, and then what did you say that, can you read the, uh, the, the cons to me again? Yeah. So first some, from some cons are, can be a little bit uncooperative and troublesome. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I, I can I can see that. Um, I feel like as a kid more, I think now I'm uh, I think I, I've you know kind of separated myself from the uncooperating uh, aspect of that. Um, as a kid though, yeah, without it, I'll do. I didn't agree with shit. You couldn't tell me shit. I didn't care who the fuck you were. You could be the president himself. I don't give a fuck. Troublesome, yeah, absolutely. We know how that shit went during, you know, middle school and shit like that. I was fighting everybody every other week just because, like, <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> oh, yeah, um, definitely, dude. <laughs> yeah, so I definitely think that that's pretty accurate as well. Um, so, yeah, I think I think that's pretty spot on. Yeah, dude, and again, just like I said, overall, I had a really great time with you, Tyler. I really appreciate you coming on and all that fun stuff. Um, tell everybody a little bit about your trucking company, um, if you're looking for drivers or anything, you can give a shout out to that and also where everyone can find you on social media. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, so my trucking company is called Heath Transportation and Logistics. Heath is my last name. Um, I'm trying to find more drivers because I'm trying to expand right now. Um, so if anybody out there that's listening either has their CDL, is working to get their CDL or knows somebody to get their CDL, um, definitely DM me. My uh, IG, which is really the only one that I'm on, is um, Ty two underscores Heath. Um, so you can message me on there. I also have the link to the application in my bio, so you guys can check that out as well. Um, but yeah, like anybody that knows anybody, like I'm trying to expand. You know, I'm paying up to you know fifteen hundred dollars a week, to, you know about seventy grand a year gross. I feel like that's some pretty decent money. Um, if anybody has any questions about anything, they can definitely um, DM me too or, you know, head up Josh. Josh has my number. Um, so, yeah, I think, uh, you know, I think that I'm moving in the right direction. What I am curious to see, though, are you going to do Kina? Uh, yes. So I'm actually going to interview Kina uh, and within the next week or possibly um, today, later today. <laughs> okay. Yeah, so everybody that doesn't know, um, me and Keena are friends too. Josh introduced us through Namala, his girl. Me and Keena are very, we we seem to, we get along really well. We seem to be pretty similar people. Her birthday's two days after mine. Hers is on the 8th. So I'm really curious as to see, you know, 
um, you know, how this goes with her because I want to see what type of similarities there are and I want to see what the differences are. I think that'll be really interesting to hear. So I'm looking forward to listening to that one as well. All right, man. Well, Tyler, again, thank you for coming on and please stay safe over there in Louisville. Yeah, absolutely, bro. <laughs> I appreciate it. Thanks for having me on.